It was a hot summer's day in 16th century Italy. The hot Mediterranean sun was beating down on the city of Florence, and there was a little boy who was seeking some shade. He found himself in a workshop. Among the dusty workbenches, there was an old man, chipping away at a sculpture of a lion. He was evidently a master in his trade, and the inquisitive little boy went up to him and asked a question. He said, how do you make such magnificent sculptures like this lion? The old man put down his tools, turned around and smiled down at the boy, and he said, why, I simply knock off all the pieces that don't look like a lion. Now this quote is attributed to the legendary Italian artist Michelangelo. Just knock off all the bits that don't look like a lion. I love this quote because not only is it a funny, badass response to that question, but I think we can take something from this. Hey counsellors, it's Zach here again with another episode of the Summer Camp Podcast, talking about all the things you need to know to have the best summer ever, made for counsellors by counsellors. So let's get back to the episode. From an outsider's perspective, things we see can seem so complicated that we don't understand, when really you can break it down into a number of simple steps. In the last episode, we talked about some of the traits and behaviours great camp counsellors would have and what the perfect camp counsellor would look like. Today, we're going to be talking about some of the traits which perhaps don't belong in a great counsellor, or reframing negative behaviours so that what you're left with is a world-class camp counsellor. So we're going to start off with five simple steps you can take towards becoming a great camp counsellor. Number one is knowledge is power. You've got to know the job. Children, You'll find out quickly that children have a lot of energy, and it will feel like long hours trying to keep up with them. But if you can smile through the tiredness and give the kids the best experience of their lives, you'll have a lot of fun whilst working at the same time. Remember, you have to be responsible. The children look up to you for guidance and support, but also safety and friendship. It's not just a camp for older kids, but you can have fun whilst being a facilitator. So my advice to you is to research beforehand and pay attention during pre-camp. Important procedures you need to know in the times of crisis will be told at this time. So what to do if you need an EpiPen, or if you need to call the emergency services. This kind of knowledge can help save a life. Step number two I'm titling A Scout's Promise. Always be prepared. Whether it's getting training in health and safety, or researching and collecting fun games to play with your children, or even basic ch child psychology, this information will help you immensely when you're in the job. You'll be expected to work on activity and know your stuff about that sport, so make sure you're prepared beforehand, so that you're better able to handle all the situations that might come your way. For example, in a previous summer I worked as a, the head of an activity, soccer. Now I played football all my life growing up in England, played in and captained a team in my local club, and I made, but I couldn't remember all the things that I did as a child. So I made sure before arriving at camp, I had a stash of great exercises and drills that I could do with my campers and also teach my staff, which came in incredibly handy because the staff that came to my team were North Americans that didn't grow up playing football like I did. So I had to teach them first so that they could then teach the kids. Being prepared helped me make sure that they had trust in me and also I could trust in them to deliver great programs to the children. So do yourself a favour, come prepared, and make that great impression when you work at camp. Step number three, take the high road. The people you're going to meet at camp are going to be great, hopefully. You'll make lots of friends, especially with the people you work closely with. I hope 
very much that you'll have a lot of fun and get along with everyone at, at the very least. Not everyone's going to be your best friend, and if there is a conflict, pick an appropriate time and way to approach it. Try your best to hold fire in front of the kids. Children are surprisingly perceptive and not afraid to ask questions if they see something unfamiliar. Now, at camp there's always going to be gossip and tension, and do your best not to join in. Do your part to keep the harmony in your team and show professional respect to everybody. Fanning the flames is never a good idea and doesn't reflect well on you. So take the high road. Try not to engage in arguments and find ways to resolve conflict peacefully and maybe not in front of the children. In the future episodes, we're going to talk more about that. So stay tuned. Number four, schedules and routines. Now, we've already said be prepared and know your stuff, but this one is worth reflecting on in itself. To make sure that the children have trust in you and also you can do your job to the highest calibre, you've got to know your schedule and routine. Do your best to memorise all the things that you might get questioned on. And if you have to make a poster to avoid answering the same questions over and over, do it. Give the kids responsibility of remembering too. So that it's not always the same question over and over because I guarantee you there's always going to be one kid that forgets. So have those schedules on hand or point them in the right direction and tell them where to find the information themselves. Now step number five seems obvious but I cannot stress the importance of it enough. Names. Repeat them often and try your best to remember them. Everybody in your cabin or as many children as possible. Their name is the most important sound in any language to them. It shows that you care about them, and you know them. So if you want to build a report and feel like your friends, it's the easiest way. Say their names to them, call them by their names. It's way more personal than just saying kid. <laughs> and also learn their personality and interests. A quick and easy way to show a kid that they're important to you is to call them by their name and talk to them about the things that they love. So if the kid tells you that they're interested in baseball or in cars or Pokemon, it might be worth going on your phone that night and researching a little bit, enough so that you can follow the conversation. But, you know, in case all else fails, affirmatives, nodding your head and seeming interested in what they're saying, even if it's complete nonsense, work, works wonders as well. Do your best to listen, try and find some one-on-one -on -one time, and give those children attention. And share it equally. Your attention is the hottest commodity at camp. So make sure that it's not just with the kid that you prefer, Secretly, of course, use your attention as a way to reward good behaviour. So to round off the episode, we're going to talk about some of the things that you need to chip off, just like Michelangelo does, to leave a world-class counsellor. The first one is laziness. As a counsellor, you should be responsible. So dig deep, find those reserves of energy you never knew you had, or even ask for support from your co-counsellors, and get things done. Another one is impatience. They're children. They're going to have different priorities than you are. Maybe you want to get on time, but maybe the butterflies are more attractive to the children. Okay? Being patient and forgiving, and also knowing your kids is going to help well with that, so that you don't feel like you're impatient. Okay? If you need to account for five more minutes to get to any location because they're always playing with the grass, so be it. Sarcasm. Sarcasm has no place at camp. It's the lowest form of humour, some people say, and it can leave kids very confused. You should always be authentic and kind, and sarcasm is the complete opposite. As a Brit, I know it's hard to do because it's one of our most trusted forms of comedy, but with children, it just sends the wrong messages, so try and avoid it if you can. Maybe you should also chip away at your competitive nature, or overly competitive nature. 
Okay, it's great to join in and have fun with your kids, but also make sure it is fun. The kids also like to win and it's not all about your ego. So make sure that you're balancing that out appropriately. But don't be too easy. The kids love a bit of a challenge and it does. And when they do beat you, it's gonna make that victory oh so more sweet. And the last one is complacency. You might be a really successful counselor already, but one of the worst mistakes you can do is, a, is convincing yourself that this year is gonna be the same as last year. Don't take your foot off the gas. Go that extra mile to make camp special for all of your kids whether you know them already or they're completely new, whether you're new at camp or have been there for five or more years, okay? Go the extra mile to make camp special and everyone will see what you're doing and really appreciate you for it. Our final thought for today's episode is a nugget of wisdom that really helped me have more faith in myself. I read it just last week and I hopefully it can help you guys too. So we've focused a lot on the things that we would like to see in a counsellor and maybe some of the things that we can chip off. But what if you can't help but have those chips that just won't come off? How about you reframe those in your mind? Now this thought I'm going to sum up and paraphrase what I read. But it's all about seeing your personality and your maybe negative behaviours as a two-sided coin. So I mentioned before impatience. You might be feeling impatient because you're not going to get to an area on time or a kid isn't listening to you and doing as they're told. But where does the root of that negative behaviour come from? It comes from caring a lot. You care about making sure the kids are on their times, um, or at their activities on time rather, and so you are impatient with them when they're slow and they could miss out on that amazing opportunity. That shows that you care. You, I mean, care is a root of most of them. The same thing with tidying the cabin. You might care a lot about it because you want the kids to be healthy and to be safe. And so those are great roots that are manifesting themselves in a negative behaviour. So before you display that impatience or being annoyed, try and think, why am I annoyed? And remind yourself that it's just because you care so much and you want to do a good job. And instead of going about it in a negative way, try and turn it on a positive. Maybe... If the kid isn't tidying up their clothes that are strewn on the cabin floor, say, hey, how about we do this together? Make that step towards the other person, help them out, and so you can reach the destination that you wished, but together with less effort. So that's it for today's podcast. Thank you for listening. I hope you have some things to think about and you found it interesting, and we'll see you in the next one.